Put it back. Hard stop. Okay. How we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to that Park Life Podcast, everybody. What's going on? I'm trying to just overcompensate because I'm sad that I'm not at Disney anymore, but that's totally okay. How are you? Great. I have to tell you something. You're not going to want to hear this. The weather's been okay. perfect. I know. Well, I, I'm okay with that because it was perfect while we were there. Okay. So. I feel like I have I've gotten to partake in that. Yeah, I mean when the sun comes out it's a little toasty. Um I can't complain. I've been doing some park traveling. Um yeah. and I, I did post to our That Park Life Podcast Instagram account a little if you read it, I made a quick note about a uh, hidden character I found in Haunted Mansion and I wanna share it with you Ooh, and everyone. Wait till so, you about it. <laughs> went to Magic Kingdom yesterday after lunch at the Wave. By the way, have you been at the Wave? We may have talked about this. I have not. Okay. You have. You said it's good. Yeah. Well, I've done breakfast there twice. This okay. was our first lunch experience at non the Wave. Yeah. Non first non non breakfast. Uh, they started us out with a free sample of their curry chicken soup. Mm. You know, I, love a free, I don't really like soup, but I like free things. Uh, that's true. If it's if it's free, it's for me out here. Hashtag wallet motivated. My favorite flavor of soup is free. Uh, but anyway, the, I got the chicken sandwich. It was chicken. Obviously, it's a chicken sandwich, right? Uh, avocado, bacon, lemon aioli, lettuce. I skipped the tomato on a brioche bun and some bomb waffle fries. What are you rating it versus breakfast? Uh, great. Okay. Maybe not versus breakfast, um, but it was really good. It's just two different meals. I mean, for breakfast, I've gotten the avocado twice avocado okay. toast twice right <laughs> this is my first meal but anyway i really liked it my food was good the service was good i heard i've heard some bad things about the service there okay. uh but, but you for, had a good experience yeah i mean for breakfast the, the last two times we went the second time i went for breakfast they gave me a free cup of orange juice because the waiter the server put it on his tray and thought it was for someone else and he wasn't gonna throw it i was like do you want this orange juice i assumed he was poisoning me and uh <laughs> it didn't work out did it i mean his name was bill c so it could have been anything it's kind of not true. was not bill cosby so um, <laughs> anyway, we went to the wave. The food was good. We walked over to the Magic Kingdom and uh, we wound up going to the Haunted Mansion because you may have heard. Well, I was going to talk about that a little later in our news nuggets. Yeah, I spoiled it for you. They put a new photo pass uh, in the ride and we were going to the Magic Kingdom anyway. So like we might as well do Haunted Mansion. So I wound up getting a fast pass for it um, earlier that day. So there's still there's still opportunity to get fast passes for yeah, attractions. Little, day there's of. like a few things that we missed by like a week. And I'm I'm kind of upset about it, but also excited for future self. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our first contestants on Are You Smarter Than the Disney Kremlins, the Campbells or at Campbells on Coasters. They, I guess, were there the day or one of the days they were testing it on the ride. Which okay. I didn't, I didn't had forgotten about until they uh, posted about it. But anyway, um, it's oh, it's in the hallway. It's like right in the beginning of the ride where those paintings uh, kind of like come to life when the lightning yeah. happens. So yeah. the lightning was so much. We were convinced the photo was at the end at the when like the ghost is in your doom buggy with you kind of thing. But it looks like it's one of those like night vision. It's like a night vision photo. Is yes, what it looks like because you're in a dark hall. I mean, the the whole ride is dark. I'm aware of that. But yeah. in the hallway, the light of the flash from like the lightning was so much brighter. We're like, what? that's new. And they were like, Oh my God, that was the photo. We were not ready. Yeah. Um, so if you saw the photo in my story on my personal account, the Ed, energy adventures, it's a, a terrible photo. 
I mean, the quality well, yeah. is well, great, even, but our say, expressions even are embarrassing. Photo, even the photo that they posted on the website of like where they were talking about it, yeah. I'm like, that's not even a good photo. No, well, good, not in terms of quality, like our no, facial I mean, expressions. Like faces. Yes. It was just like pretty, <laughs> pretty, like just, you know, you're just looking around. Yes. It was, and that's I don't know. How it, I mean, I guess it's true to form because that's exactly what it captured on us. But now that we know where it is. But now we know where it is. I know. know. Doug and I, we like to do the fun, fun photos. Yes. I know where to moon the camera. We're going to have a lot of that too. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of fun with that one. I'm excited. Um, That was a better experience going to the Magic Kingdom yesterday than a few days ago on Saturday night. Uh, I actually was with one half of the Disney Kremlins and some other Mm -hmm. peeps. Uh, It was super busy. I mean, like busy busy splash yeah, mountain was down breaks. and mm. uh winnie the pooh was down and I, I can't remember if there's a third ride or not and those are two fast pass rides as you know so the mm-hmm. other attractions that are fast pass their fast pass lines were probably busy to begin with but now you have overflow they actually right. taped the ground outside of big thunder mountain for the fast pass line because it was so long so you know the fast pass line goes up the ramp into the ride oh, that yeah. was full and then oh, at the gosh. entrance, they had taped a queue on the ground because it was so long. Because normally it's like crazy at the queue just because people are trying to get in the gate. But you're saying right. that the, even the line was full? Yes. The whole thing. Oh, my God. I was yeah, like, yeah. Mm, no. no. So we skipped that. We tried to go on Space Mountain with a different fast pass. And that line was to, almost a people mover. Like, it was crazy. We actually tried to go on people mover and it was too crowded. We wound up going back. But um, I, maybe they do this when it is crowded at night. But I swear, you, I feel like you know I go on people mover frequently. Yeah. Like very frequently. It was there yesterday. Um, there were five of us. We're adults, right? No one, uh, no kids in our group. Um, Give or take. Well, I mean, maybe not <laughs> <laughs> mentally, but physically. Uh, there are five of us. So um, four of them get in the car. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm sitting alone. And they were like, no, sit in. And the guy was like, yeah, we can fit six in a car. What? What? No. I was no, like, no, no, no. First of all, if you put a mix You're of... You're like, adult heinies? No. No, no, thank you. If you Six put... Of... It was ridiculous. My back wasn't even up against the chair. I was thinking, like, if if you put a mix of five adults in one car, someone's walking out pregnant. Like, there's just not, <laughs> there's not enough room in there. <laughs> You're basically, it's basically like you're sitting in a hot tub. That's you're like the sitting, only thing I can think of. Yes. Where you're like all cramming in the hot tub. Like one person may as well just like kneel in the middle. We should, I should have sat on the ground. Um, because like there were three on one side and two on the other. And the other two were a couple. So like, I didn't want to like jam up in their business. So it was me and two dudes. And like, also, we're, also, I don't like riding it with people I don't know. No. Well, I mean, I knew everyone. Like I knew everyone in the uh, thing. Okay. I was like, they put you with random people? No, no, no I was with a group of five. But And the okay. three people that were on my side, like, you know, I'm not a big dude. And yeah. these the two other guys are even like thinner and tinier than I am, like you could say. Uh, I, we didn't fit. I, I don't know what they were. Maybe just this one cast member was trying to like get it going, get that line going. They, try, they tried to, I think I told you when they tried to put us on... Um, primeval world like with another couple and we were like no we literally just stood up we're like no no this is not working like we just walked off like you will be putting us in a different car thanks no um, way i almost forgot the whole point of me bringing up the haunted mansion that was not to spoil your photo pass news go back so we're backtracking um we found a hidden pluto no i shouldn't say oh. we found the person we were with told us about it so i'm not taking credit for this so uh, i'm not gonna exactly tell you the. i'm not gonna pinpoint okay. it for you but i'll give you a general uh, okay. idea where it is this is so you're okay this i'm is listening mm-hmm. after the stretching room uh, and you're okay. waiting in that the merge if you will the funnel um you know when you come out of the stretching room and you're like that thing where you eventually have to like you start out as a wide group and you funnel yes. into the, yeah yeah so along the left hand side of the wall there's a door that says like servants quarters which is the nice way of saying cast members yeah. only don't go this way yeah right after that door 
um, you'll see a pattern all along the way. But right after that door, the pattern, like because of the it comes to like a corner of the wall, the pattern is repeated. And then the two symbols put together look like Pluto. You'll see exactly what I'm talking oh. about. You just got to yeah. look for it. We'll uh, be looking for it. And I had no idea until yesterday. And I feel like I've done Haunted Mansion uh, for like essentially a lifetime. And I've never well, seen it. We all know how intentional Disney is. So it's not Yeah, like I mean, I, and that's the thing. Like maybe it was going to be accidental or like they were like, oh, if you put these two things together, it's a Pluto. Yeah. But they left it. They could have just not done it or you figure out a way to space it out better. So it's definitely a Pluto. Pretty cool. So we put a topic out there uh, on yeah. our Grum. No one calls it. I'm so sorry. What's happening? The IG, there? if you will. That's better than the groom. Uh, looking for everyone's best Walt Disney World advice. I think we got some. We got some that were deeper than I was expecting, which I'm yeah. grateful for. This was kind of hard for me to think about because I'm like, oh, I've been going forever, but I. <laughs> so I feel like it's just learning through. You know, like trial experience. and error. Well, yeah, it's like just experience. It's not like someone really told me, but. Um, I'll kick us know, off. For, because yeah, okay, uh, I got a couple to my, because we, we whenever we post these topic questions, I always put it to that Park Life podcast. I also always put it to my account too, just to get the biggest, uh, you know, potential people who are trying, who could participate in this. So I'll start with some of the ones that I got at Energy Adventures. This is from Brittany Ryan Baker. Mm-hmm. She said to fight your instincts when entering the park and go to the left. And yeah, the instinct so, she's talking about is like typically our yeah. dominant hand is our right. And we tend Research to. Research shows. We tend to think to the right um and it's mm-hmm. i heard that years and years ago and i as a probably early teen maybe and i've thought it like i've kept it in my mind since then and Brittany is right it is an absolute truth mm-hmm. that if there are lines forming people just tend to go to the right yep and this is actually what i think what i put in is as the best advice i think that i've ever gotten because it's very true like you said and it works because if you go in i i, I specifically think of um Magic Kingdom. Magic, Magic Kingdom on mm-hmm. this one, for sure. Because yeah. every time, if you're there at Rope Drop, it's like, go in, go left. You'll have a great time. That's exactly you'll what pass, she said. You'll she... start passing people maybe towards like Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. It's like once you get to the very back of the park, that's when everybody's kind of starting to like converge. Like, yeah, like cross their paths. But it's always awesome to do that. Yeah, that's, she wound up expanding it too to say that. And she meant in general, go to the, don't go to the right, go to the left. But her an example she gave was in Magic Kingdom when they would do rope drop, go to the left, go towards Adventureland or Frontierland. It's just right. a different group of people. I mean, especially now because I'm assuming most people are running toward Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Peter Pan. Seven Dwarfs yeah, Mine Train. Those are usually the two. <laughs> and, uh, and, <laughs> I forgot about that. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. <laughs> and uh, Peter Pan. Uh, okay, so we've got Emily Castle Walls. She says, don't expect to get everything done on your to-do list uh, completed. So just go with the flow. Which can be good, but some of us are a little A-type, Emily, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's like a, a, a mental game totally that you play it. with yourself. Yeah. Is that just sometimes, and it's tough because I. I think it can stress you out and also wear you out. So yes. it is nice. That's the joy, I think, about going to Disney multiple times. Like, people, people are like, well, once you go, like, you've done it. And I'm like, no, that's not it at all. There's always new things. There's so many things to do. You can't get it done in a even a week-long trip if you go you might be able to get things done that like, you know, maybe you really wanted to get done, but there's still a ton of other things to do. Yeah. I mean, if you think of it like a to-do list, it's going to eventually start to feel like a chore. And then I just, I would be worried that I'm just crossing things off to get it off my list as opposed to enjoying them. 
yeah, or you're getting mad FOMO because you're like, well, I didn't do that. No, I just feel like I'm totally missing out. I think, and it's harder too, I think when you don't live there to follow some of these Instagram people because they're always doing these things and you're like, but they live there. So don't compare, I guess that would be something that I would say, like, don't compare yourself to some of these people like yourself. False. I try (laughs) so hard not to. But you know what I mean? Like you get to do more things probably than a lot of us get to do when we're just coming for a few days because you have the time and they're like resources to do that because you're there for a long period of time. Yes. And I, just as a side note to that, I find it, I always found it frustrating before I moved here, following people who go to Disney all the time. And then I think like, am I not mature enough to be happy for someone else? Cause I'm not happy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So to that end, I actually, I go more often than I post about it, believe it or not. Well, and that's not to say like, don't, don't follow those people because you will learn new things that you can do but it's like but don't compare yourself to you know to to that lifestyle because you're not living that lifestyle you're somewhere else so just compare yourself to me you'll feel better about yourself (laughs) um chase of the disney kremlin said and i quote don't eat casey's three times or you'll throw up all night at art of animation maybe that's a more specific pointed example we need to ask him about this next time he's on because i'm like did you eat this three times in the same day are we talking about over the i have a feeling it was three times in one day period yes okay well that's on you man yeah yeah that's pretty gross and that's not Um, really advice he just learned that (laughs) i don't think someone told him and he just figured that out okay help me with this word is it quaffed feathers yes okay Quaffed like a quaff of hair, like a big bundle. I said quaffed. Be careful. You're on the borderline there for something (laughs) worse than that. In my head. Okay. Quaff Feathers says Disney is always crowded, so lower your expectations. I think Um, keeping in mind your expectations in general is a super good idea. Yeah. I mean, don't go off of the pictures that Disney puts out there because that's not what crowds look like (laughs) in real life. Excuse me, Miss, (laughs) Miss Beth. Are you saying that the concept art they put out for Galaxy's Edge where it's like a dad holding the hand of a daughter or whatever and there's no one else around is not real a realistic portrayal of Galaxy's Edge? Sure am. <laughs> I wish I, I Exactly. I it's wish never, I had that queued up. It never looks that way. You know, and something always to look at too, which we do, is look at crowd levels. There's crowd calendars all over the interweb for you to look at. Um, I feel like we've done a pretty good job at figuring out those times, but... Yes, it's always going to be pretty crowded. Even when it's low crowd levels, like yes. there's still a ton of people around. Yes. It's just there's you have more personal space. That's kind of the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's not empty. It's the best way I can say the, it. The park isn't really ever empty. No. I mean, there were I think maybe two days this year where we went where it was it felt and this is not at after hours events or the DVC movement, like none of that. I'm talking just regular old operating park day. Mm-hmm. I think there were two days I wasn't even there for one of them. Nicole was telling me when she was with her family that it was truly empty. Like you could walk with your arms out and spin around and not hit anybody in Epcot, which it's is kind of cool. Super weird. Um, yeah. It is weird, but it, those, those, those days are like just the stars align in a certain way where there just yeah. wasn't a lot of people at Epcot that day or in the one time at Magic Kingdom. Uh, Sarah at Fueled by Magic says you were allowed to bring your own food into the parks, mm-hmm. which is a money saver and of course is allergy friendly because sometimes we get into that mindset of, well, if we're going into a place, we can't bring in food. Like if you go to a ballpark, can't bring in food. Well, right. So your your immediate reaction is, well, surely Disney's not going to let us bring in right. food. But they do. You can bring in, I mean, you can bring in, you know, new rules aside, you can bring in a cooler iced up with ice packs now, not individual ice cubes, uh, starting May, <laughs> May 1st, I think, um, <laughs> of all the food for the whole day if you wanted to. Right. I mean, I, I don't saw, have. I did see a family. They were literally had like a big rolly cooler that they were rolling <laughs> around the park. Like, I'm like, okay, that's like. 
that's crazy. That's uh, but push, they let you bring it in. But they're pushing it. Get it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I mean, I, I usually bring in dry snacks because I really don't want to have to lug around something that has ice packs in, in your it cargo stuff. pants. But that's uh, hey now. See our last episode for that. <laughs> Very practical cargo pants. Um, uh, okay, we have five little elephants, um, and he or she. Do we know who that is? Just go five little elephants. Five little elephants. She. Oh, she says wake up early, which is also great. Rope drop is never a bad time to hit the parks. To me, that's a non-negotiable. So yeah. if you can't get up, you gotta get up. I, I, like yeah. it's a tough, it's a tough thing. This it's easy if for me to say. If you can't get up, you have to get yes. up. Yes, um, it's easy for best me to say. Best advice ever, Greg. Hey, okay, now <laughs> this is the best advice topic. Well, I'm just saying. So if you think of it as a vacation and you want to relax. Mm-hmm. You can relax. Don't go to Disney. No, no, no. That's not what I was going to say. I was going to jokingly say that, but I don't want to put that thought in your head because you just have to switch up your thought of what relaxation is. And to Mm -hmm. me, at Disney, relaxing happens in the afternoon, not in the morning or night. Mm. Other than I'm not talking about when you're sleeping. So like you get up early because if you are there earlier or at park open, you will be there before the true mass of people that are there. Correct. There will also be a lot of people there. does get the worm. Yes. There are a lot of early birds, but at that point, a lot of worms. You know what I'm saying? It looks a lot crazier than it is. And it's better, especially even at um, at Magic Kingdom now because they open it up to like you, you can, can get walk down in. Main Street now. Yeah. You yeah. can get in and walk through Main Street like you guys. If any of you have ever been before all that, you had to wait at the gate. And so when you're getting off the monorail, you're like, this is insane. It's an extreme now, bottleneck. Yeah. yeah. But now they've opened it up and it's like you can go do all this stuff before we actually open. Um you know, hang out at the castle. You can walk down Main Street into the uh, the shops if you want. They just have it closed, roped off at like each area of um, like the lands. Yeah, you can't get into the lands. Uh, <laughs> and it's just so important to get there so early. And even though you might be tired, and I know it's going to be difficult if you have kids who either in general don't like to get up, mm-hmm. then leave them. No, don't do that. Depends how old they are. Uh, <laughs> but just go back, go back at the middle of the day, especially in the summer when it is so freaking hot in the middle yes. of the day. I yeah, mean, as a family, when we were kids, we would go at park open. We would only be there till like 12 or 1 o'clock, whatever park it was, and then leave around 12, 1 o'clock, either before or after lunch. Maybe we'd go back to the room, you know, uh, to get lunch. But then we would stay in the hotel till like 4 or 5 o'clock, sometimes even back. later. Yeah, and then go back, especially mm. in the summer when the park hours are later because the Magic Kingdom will be open till 11 or midnight. You can still get another five hours on the back end in a park. Yeah. And the sun's starting to set and you're not in direct sunlight and sweating to death because... If you're are if you're tired and you're the adult in the group, could you imagine how your kids are? They're, yeah, they can't exactly. do a marathon day. They're little people. They're no, they're, they're in overdrive the whole day. Advice. Expect the meltdown. It's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my gosh! From me, I'm the biggest baby there is. Um, we all are. I tell people, I'm like, listen, your kids are gonna have a meltdown. You're gonna have a meltdown at some point. <laughs> Just expect it. Be prepared. Uh, speaking of kids, Main Street DVC resale. I wonder what they do. Uh, mm. Tell us to be <laughs> flexible, especially with kids. Mm. Be willing to stop and take a break if needed. You can't do it all. That really plays into what we were just talking about. Building, building yeah. break time. It's I have okay. seen grown adults laying across the um, strollers that are laid out. <laughs> you know, like you can lay them all the way down. Yes. In the back, I've I've seen like grown adults literally laying in them, taking a nap. So you I'm mean like, Doug? You know, you got to Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm like, you got to do you, man. More power to you if you know that you just need a little. So what Doug and I do to take a little break is we get on the people mover because typically you can get on the people mover and you just do your little finger swirl in the air when you get to the end and they let you go again. <laughs> As I love say, it because again, it's literally like you just make eye contact and you do your little finger, finger swirl and they're like, they just kind of give you a nod and you're like, thank you. Yes. They give you the, we are aware of you're tired. 
your of your tired state not um c tina or christina for long so but our username is c tina 3513 don't over plan pick your must do's and then fit in what you want around those yeah i think that's great yeah i mean you can tell it goes along with Emily Castle Walls is just like, you can't expect to do everything. Pick your favorite things and make those your priorities. Yeah, a lot of this has to do with planning. And I know, before, you know, when we were vacationing here, I would, at the 60-day month, 60-day month, that's not even a thing. 60-day month. At the 60-day mark. you're coming up with. Yes. Um, I would be out there booking the fast passes and I would have our days planned out, you know, around our dining reservations and what time the parks close, you know, all of that. But I found the more that I went... Um, we would just change those plans anyway. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying don't book fast passes. It's so not what I'm saying. I'm just saying be willing to be flexible, but you don't necessarily have to plan every day. Maybe yeah. plan some flex days. You have to get a fast pass for a flight of passage or seven dwarfs or Peter Pan or mm-hmm. things that like you can't do on the fly. But don't feel like you have to get fast passes for some of the other rides because they're still going to be available. But even if you don't get like, let's say you really want to do flight of passage and you just couldn't get a fast pass for it and you're freaking out. Don't freak out. Just plan to be there at rope drop and go do it then yeah. because I mean, you're going to wait, but that, where else do you have to be? You're on vacation, but chances are you're not going to wait that long for it. Even like, even at rope drop, as soon as we get into line, it's like immediately they're like 45 minutes, 60 minutes, but it's only 10 minutes because <laughs> there's nobody in the fast pass line. And they're just like, there is a flux of people, but I'm like, it's moving. It's moving quickly. Yeah. So even though it may look like it, I mean, when we did, I think we did Flight of Passage the first time. It was only a couple months after it opened. We didn't have a fast pass, so we did Rope Drop. And um, it was like immediately they said like 45 minutes. We literally walked onto it. It was (laughs) just, there's just so many people. Sometimes they're like, they, you know, it's hard for them to gauge until the line actually stops. Yeah. I think some. And so, especially when it's like not really a um, a high like fast pass time period. Well, that, do they, they do fast passes in the first hour? Uh, if it's extra magic hours, no. But at park open, I believe Ooh, so. Yeah. Um, okay. But don't forget, they're not going to tell you it's ten minutes because if for some reason it turns out to be twenty or thirty, you're going to be mad. Right. So they well, definitely right. so are overestimating the time in the beginning of the day. I and say, I would do the same thing if I were like I would absolutely yeah. do the exact same thing. We used to do that even for like Peter Pan. We're like, well, we didn't get fast as Peter Pan. We'll just go do that first, and then we'll move on to other things. Yeah. Um, so, so what did you come up with as your uh, best advice you've ever heard? So mine was, um, mine was the go left. That was one of them. And then another one I feel like is really looking into being an annual pass holder. Okay. Because I think that even if you go for like a week with your family, it's worth it for one person even to get an annual pass because of how much money you're going to save, all the discounts you get on everything. Because it really only takes like one person that has an annual pass for you for like almost your whole party. Like, you know, let's say you go to dinner, you have one ticket. Well, they only need one annual pass for that. For the 10% off? Yeah, for the yeah. Yeah, or, for your dining or yeah, 20 for the merch. Yeah, or 20 for merch. Um, and then you get free parking, which parking is up to like $25 now stupid and so i'm like even that i mean that's a couple hundred dollars for your trip if it is staying off mean, resort. you can swing a merchandise discount your 20 percent merchandise discount from from your annual pass into discounts on food because mm-hmm. if you buy stuff at like the main street confectionery or the big top souvenirs in magic kingdom those are considered merchandise stores so right. all of the baked goods and stuff ring up as merch you know they don't ring up as yeah. merchandise but you can use your merch discount on it so like you're not spending as much money need- like what seven or eight park days 
to like for that they say that it essentially pays for itself yeah i mean especially if you can get two trips in a 12 month period it's it'll pay for itself before you're done with your second trip. i mean for sure but i'm like even if you're going with a a large group for like seven days or eight days in a row i think it's worth it at least for one person to get it so I'm like, well, look into it. Don't, it's also you know. cheaper to renew each year. You might pay well, a little and, more well, up front. I forgot about PhotoPass. Like, yeah. you basically get free PhotoPass. That's a lot of money if you're not, if you don't have it. So I think that that was probably once we started looking into it. Because, you know, for us, we were like, well, we don't live there. Why would we have an annual pass? And then it was like, oh. So how about you? Um, this is not going to sound like advice. But okay. hear me out. You're going to be sassy. No, no, no. Not sassy at all. This is this is real, Greg. It's time for some real talk with... Hashtag Epscott. With Greg. What's that mean? <laughs> when you, you said Epscott, and then we were like, what is the S going to be? And you were like, it's probably sassy. <laughs> um, no, this is legitimate, Greg. You're getting okay. real talk, Greg. The phrase I heard once, and uh, this is ultimately going to be a paraphrase, and I've heard it in different incarnations. Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, the phrase I've heard is, Walt Disney World is not a museum. Mm. So outright that's not really advice because that's just a, a you know a feeling a reflection on disney world but it i've heard it and i've unpacked it into a way to to maybe temper my expectations and to go in, into the right mindset when approaching most things disney so a lot of the things we talked about i also agree with but i'm not going to repeat them so this is another one that i think is really important um this is maybe more for people who go a couple of times you know this is not going to be for the first time visitor uh, but I would imagine you, the gentle listener, probably mm-hmm. have been to Disney before. You're not a first-time visitor. Uh, it's really easy to compare the parks to how they used to be, either crowd levels or attractions. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no such thing as off-season anymore. And there is. It right. just means it's still crowded, but not as crowded. Or such-and-such attraction was went away. Maelstrom's gone. Get over it. Something's changed. <laughs> like, it's just always yeah. going to change. It would be silly for the entire park to be preserved because you would actually stop going to it. Yeah, you would you would get bored. Yes, and I know they're going to take away something you like. I will burn the place down when they take away People Mover, but I know that one day, I mean, realistically, one day it could be gone. And it is what <laughs> it is. burn these places around. I will run around naked and burn the place down. So I know that there's a visual for you, everyone. You're welcome. Um, I know that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You just have to, like, accept Well, and they're it. aware. They're aware of the things, too, that are actually really popular. Yeah, they're not going to take and, away Haunted Mansion or yeah. something or Space Mountain. I mean, they may update it, but they're or not going to get rid of it. Or even I feel like Peter Pan. I that's mean, going nowhere. If anything, that's that might have gone away at once at one point, but like yeah. in this like second life that it has. Legit riot. Yes, um, <laughs> but so I, yeah, you have to think of it like that, and it's not you know Disney World is not there to preserve what it once was, so that you can continue enjoying the same thing over and over again. It's the opposite. Right. They're there to continually change it to make sure you're having new experiences. Correct. And it's a mindset thing. Um, because whenever we hear something is changing, we tend to get a little negative about it. And yeah. I, I don't think that's the right way to do it because it's changing whether you like it or not. So embrace it and try to have a good time with it. Um, that said, I am excited for them to change Rivers of Light one day. Um, but I know I know some things are changing. Like, if you're I mean, listening, <laughs> yeah, like I know we're getting a new uh, Illuminations or Illuminations is ending, I should say. So there's going to be a new Fireworks Spectacular in Epcot right. this year and then another new one, the permanent. I mean, people were pretty mad about Wishes, but it's like, look, Happily Ever After is pretty baller. I think it's a great fireworks show. Now, I didn't add new technology and like fireworks that make shapes. Like, yes, I mean, yes. they're fireworks that make shapes, people. Yes. Like, 
almost think about think about that. Think about the engineering that has to go into that. Yes, I mean, if you're if you're wondering, like, like Beth, what are you talking about? Um, if you're watching the the fireworks show, pay attention. A lot of the times, the fireworks that you see are that it's a shape related to the song. Yeah, and it happens sometimes. You they might not you might not notice. They make flowers. They yes, make the little squiggly the thing that Moana has. Yeah, the Maui sign, like. Come on. They do the hooks for They for do Maui. the Maui hook. Yes. I mean, I'm just like, that is what blows my mind. Yes. I'm like, forget Did all you this know? digital stuff. The fireworks make shapes. Yes. <laughs> and when, you, when you're when you watching it in front of the castle, if you're during the Brave song, like when the Brave segment starts, yes. there is the a, a bullseye comes up and an arrow shoots towards the bullseye. Yes. You're like, like as, what? As she shoots her bow and arrow, like on the from projected the on the castle. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you won't know necessarily that it's a bullseye now, if you're not in front of the castle because of your perspective, if you're off in a different land, yeah. it's just going to look like two random things, not even touching in the sky. That's just the nature of. I mean, don't standing. get me wrong. I love wishes, but yeah, <laughs> like, just, I'm not mad at this one. No, I think it's a great show. So the Walt Disney World is not a museum. I think is really helpful for people who go time and time again. I mean, especially if you live here, because you you want it mm-hmm. to be the same as it is, but it's not going to be. So it's ultimately yeah. my advice to you, the gentle listener. I like that. All right. So let's now we move on to some historical facts. Yeah, switch some gears. Uh, I think I'll go first. I think you went first okay. last time. Um in two thousand Well, I didn't know this was a contest. This okay. is not a contest because <laughs> you're not gonna win. So in two thousand and seven, first of all, what the, what would the contest be if we were having a contest? I don't even for, know. No, I don't even know. You just made it a thing. This is all fake news. Uh, in 2007, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor opens at Magic Kingdom. Wazowski. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't Always know Always watching. I didn't know you had a Roz on deck. Who knew? Yeah, she's um, my favorite. I don't know how much you... She's you've... my spirit animal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I don't know how much looking around or poking around you've done while in the queue for that ride. Uh, more so when you're out of like the winding part of the queue and you're in like the big hallway, basically mm-hmm. waiting to go in. It's where you can text in your jokes. I think you can text them in anywhere. Yes. But like the longer, like kind of wide hallway when you're leading up to the doors while waiting to go into the theater. Um, look around. There's a lot of stuff to look at. You're not mm-hmm. really in a line at that point. Um, so don't feel like you can't right. move your spot. I mean, you're if you're in that hallway, you're going to make it into the theater. They wouldn't yeah. have let you in at, at that point. That's um, true. But look around. There's a, a fake bulletin board that has a whole bunch of either puns or references to the Monsters, Inc. movies or just like kind of silly things. They have that fake vending machine there that sells some stuff that they have in the movies. It's the same machine, actually, that's at the Disneyland Monsters, Inc. attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see what I mean when you look around. Just just look around. It's, it's worth the time. But I mean, thing- maybe this is a good time, too, for you to... You know, you're all going to get in there, but maybe you want to find some people that you'd be okay sitting next to. Yes, <laughs> move away from choose. the ones that you're over. Just like do... the screen, the screaming child, you may want to just move away from him. <laughs> get out. It's a good time to profile. Um, but the <laughs> the laugh law has been open for 12, am I doing that right? 12 years? Is that math yeah. correct? Yeah. It's a long Crazy. time. I still think of it as like relatively Newer. new. Yeah. Yeah. What was there before? The time traveler, timekeeper, I think, oh with the Robin God. Williams, with the Nine Eyes character. Yeah, it I was don't, like, a... don't even really remember that. Yes. I do remember it. It was, uh, it's you wrong. wound up, uh, I think, traveling with Jules Verne, I want to say, to like the steampunk era was part of it. Yeah, Look it up. It's on It's on the YouTube. I mean, when I say it like that, that, it sounds like I'm saying something else. That's YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> you need to watch that. Yes. <laughs> um, it's my turn? Yes. Okay. In 1973... Walt Disney World raises their general admission for the second time since the parks opened. Wait, what year? 1973. Okay. So they opened in 71, and then in 73 is when they raised the admissions for the first time. 
So, you know, they've been doing this every year, yeah. but I just thought it'd be fun to tell you general admission for adults was when the park opened 375 and then 375? No. No. $3.75 and it went up to 450. Um and then it said ticket books were increased by 35 cents for a book of 8. Oh my god. Do you know what you can get for $3.75 now? Three like a stick of gum. 3 quarters <laughs> of a Mickey's premium ice cream bar. It's oh my gosh, out of, of control. I'm surprised you didn't throw in there how many like how a portion of a cupcake you could get. Well, uh for 3 and change you can't quite get a whole uh it's peanut like butter a- pie, which by the way I had yesterday and ate right before ate oh, a, a part of it before strip. this recording. Um even with the discount at like the Main Street Confectionery at, a, at a, like a twenty percent on a cupcake, you still can't get a full cupcake for three and change. Jeez. I think maybe at Starbucks you can get the cake pops. I think they're a dollar ninety nine a piece. I want to say one of, one of my coworkers. He's like, I remember like when he was. He said when he was little, and his like dad or grandpa or somebody took. I think it was his dad. Like took him and his brother. And he's like, I remember he basically just like gave him a twenty and like that covered all of them. <laughs> I'm like, man. It's no. pretty dang awesome. You can get a popcorn bucket now for twenty dollars. Gosh, right? <laughs> um, all right, it is uh, time for some news. News nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. Got <laughs> <laughs> right. those news nuggets. Those news nuggets. News oh, this nuggets. is like a real. This yeah. is like a real news bulletin. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> news nuggets. All right, breaking hit me with, news. Hit me with some news. Okay, so the first thing I'm really excited about is um, they are going to do a new After Hours called Villains After Hours, and I am super pumped about it's this. It's just a bunch of kids in strollers and people on scooters <laughs> running around into each other. Essentially, yes, or just over me. Okay, just so pause. I made myself laugh. Continue. <laughs> You're turning red. Yes. So this is a new Villains thing, After Hours. It's in Magic Kingdom. They're going to have a Disney Villains stage show. Which the only kind of thing about this is you would think that with an after hours thing, there's going to be all these villains uh, doing meet and greets. But because they are part of the stage show, they're not going to be doing meet and greets. Okay. So it's just a villain's stage show. It says Hades and Meg from Hercules will set the castle stage ablaze in this all new stage show. So they'll be doing that, which I'm assuming that probably happens a couple times during this. Maybe I don't know. Um, something that I thought was really cool is that they are going to have the Maleficent dragon like out around the park. Oh, that's awesome. I did not yeah. read this. So this is all news yeah. to me. So she is basically just going to be uh, breathing fire and moving around the park, doing oh, her, her own thing, which I think is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, it says they do have like some upgrades to Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain for this. I'm kind of assuming it's just the same things that they're doing for the Halloween party. All right. Well, because that's it's funny you mentioned that because they I've heard some rumors, I guess you could say, about the overlays coming to the Halloween party, but they didn't say anything about pirates or space. So I'm wondering okay. if they're just doing them here and then not doing them again. For, I'm not Maybe. saying they're not, but I wonder if because they tend not to do a lot of repeats of those things to kind of keep yeah. it unique it just, to the event. So it just says discover surprising villain-inspired additions at Pirates and Space Interesting. Mountain. Maybe it's Gunpowder yeah. Pete. I know, right? Again. That's what I'm thinking. Um, they have food and beverages, but it's offerings that are not free. You have to purchase them. They're just going to be like exclusive to the party. And they say that they're inspired by the Queen, Cruella de Vil, Maleficent, Hades, Dr. Versilier, and the Emperor Zerg. The um, evil so sure. Emperor Zerg. Evil Emperor Zerg. So I'm sure they're going to have some cool food things that are themed for that, which we know that Disney's always good about. 
Um, and then they'll have like specific merchandise and that's kind of it. So right now the ticket cost is one thirty nine plus tax. Oh my God. You know how I feel uh, about that's that? In ad- and that's an, oh. yeah, it's in advance, uh, 144 plus tax. If you get it the night of, um, if you're a DVC member, you will get a discount on that. Not sure about cast members, but anyways, so that this starts going on sale April 29th. I don't think they've listed the actual dates yet. But I'm like, I really want to do this. I mean, I'm not, like, we're not going to be back in time for it, but I'm like, dang it. See, this is how they, how they get you. So I have developed this FOMO business, and it's irrational. Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about it. But, like, there's an event that I'm not going to be able to go to because uh, in order to go, you have to pay extra. So now I want to do it. And they know exactly what they're doing when they do th- these events for people, for the week like me, who just want to go because it's a thing to do. I know. I know. Well, and... Like Doug and I were talking about this because like, if you don't have a ticket, like I would, I would purchase this in lieu of a ticket for that day. Yes. Because usually with these events, you can get in a couple hours early. And then by the time you're done, you're pretty much spending the same amount of time that anybody is spending in there on a normal park day. Yeah. So to me, I think it's worth it because there's less people you get to ride rides. Um, and that's like what I go for. I'm like, I want there to be not a lot of people. I can experience things and ride rides as much as I want and not have to wait in line for them. Yeah, I'm with you. And um, I'm and curious it, to see this uh, stage show. Definitely going to see it on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to go, but I will I will check it out, though, because I, I think it's going to be cool. Okay, sorry. I'm just reading this now. It says, event nights June 6th through August 8th. It said, Disney villains will add a wicked twist to Disney After Hours event nights June 6th through August 8th. Yeah, so it's a, cu- all- it's a couple of, it's not just those two days. It, there's a couple along the way. It's kind of like how the Halloween party has it on certain nights for like a span of three months or whatever. Yeah. Same kind yeah. of thing with the villains. But I'm surprised event. that they're stopping it in August. Well, the Halloween party starts in August. Well, I know, but I thought this would be like an addition to that. No, I don't think, well, think about that. I guess it's that. just another way, because I want to say, we talked about how like their ticket sales are kind of low for this summer right now. I think a lot of people are Waiting. holding out. Yeah. yeah, they're holding out for Galaxy's Edge. So this is just another thing that I guess they're adding to get people. Um, oh, I, that's going to be I, so hot. It's going to be hot. I mean, that's, well, the, when you said that Hades is going to set the castle ablaze, like, Literally. oh my God, to more heat, please. God, yeah. I need air conditioning. We're all going to melt. Where's Elsa so, and Frozone when you need them? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, yeah. Did you happen to, I didn't include any of this in my notes, but did you happen to say anything about the food and wine starting, by the way? I, I don't, we don't talk a whole lot about it, but I just want to no. point out, as you mentioned, that people are probably waiting to go to Disney, you know, maybe they're not necessarily going in June and July to just wait until August to go for when Galaxy's Edge opens up. Uh, they announced the opening day of Food and Wine, and it is and it is on August 29th. So oh. either your people are going, you're going to go to Galaxy's Edge, and yeah. if you can't get in, you're going to go over to Food and Wine. Yeah, it's going to be you're going to drink your sorrows away. Yeah, because <laughs> you can get in. Because I saw that date, I'm like, oh my gosh, August. Because last year, you know, it's usually in September. Um, and there's it can't it's not a coincidence that it's opening starting the same day as Galaxy's Edge opening. That's a planned thing. Anyway, yeah. Um, we'll switch out of Epcot and Hollywood Studios and head over to Animal Kingdom mm-hmm. for a premium dining experience. Uh, actually, Disney oh. calls it a progressive dining experience. This okay. is the Circle of Flavors Harambe at Night. Ooh, oh, do tell. Tell me all about it. Um, they consider it a progressive dining experience centered around Harambe and the Lion King. Uh, this is, I think this starts as of uh, July 24th. Um, so you're going to learn about some things. You're going to eat a lot of food. It includes the big, what they call the big five, the lion, the cape buffalo, elephant, the leopard, and rhino. 
I'm going to be like kind of stuffed after all those. Oh, no, maybe just learning. Here's learning with him. Not eating <laughs> them. Um, you do have a welcome reception at the Wildlife Express train. Um, there they're going to have some light snacks, some beverages, alcoholic and non-alcoholic for either those yeah. who can or not old enough. Um, you're going to hop on the train to Rafiki's Planet Watch to have even more what they're calling light bites or snacks mm-hmm. uh, and some more beverages. They're able to meet Timon and Rafiki. Oh. I don't think you can meet Pumbaa, right? Because he's a four-legged dude. Yeah. And uh, he's too busy. He's up on that thing at the at the, at the Lion King. <laughs> he's uh, too busy. Uh, I don't know. Don't. Uh, I was going to make a he fart bugs. joke. But we're, ab- we're above <laughs> fart jokes. Um, we take the train. Are we above fart jokes? I don't think so. No, we're definitely not. Um, what would what would Pumbaa sound like? Oh, I can't do his voice. No, the other thing. You, right before you started recording. Then <laughs> you made me laugh. I can't so wait, do it. So the reason why you can't, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna cue you up. The reason why you can't do a Pumbaa meet and greet is because you're gonna you gotta wait online. You're gonna the little kids are gonna be tugging at your shoulders and your shirt and be like, when like are we there yet? No, okay. You get up to the front of the line and then as you're posing for the picture and you're getting the kids to smile, you just hear a big old. <laughs> Oh, I hope that was worth it. So you take a train back uh, and head back to or head over to Harambe Market for what they're calling the main course, the main event. Oh, uh, they're offering you, you nuts and seeds before. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you're the... what the birds eat that live over here. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it is, but it's really submersive. <laughs> <laughs> um, you will uh, you're able to get your hands on some shrimp or steak dishes, depending on what you're looking to eat. Um, and a handful of some really good looking desserts. I mean, they're really handsome, Ooh. like wood, wood date. You're all about the desserts, man. Yeah. Those desserts. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so all of this is considered one premium progressive dining event progressive. Cause you're, you know, you're starting small you're getting, you're moving around, you're getting bigger what food. Is the price? $125 per adult, oh. $99 per child. As far as premium Disney dining events go, I mean, I'm not going to tell you this is an inexpensive experience. But mm-hmm. when you compare to some of the other dining experiences, mm-hmm. um, especially the the Woody's Roundup one at the Contemporary, uh, this one is not too bad at one twenty five. I mean, don't get me wrong, still expensive. Yeah. Um, but I uh, just gotta bring your Tupperware and <laughs> just load it up with whatever. <laughs> just snacks. bust it out. Well, I mean, it does include alcoholic beverages, so if you're right. there to get crunk, uh, you might, you know, are you gonna eat or drink one hundred twenty five dollars worth of alcohol? Probably not, but you can definitely sure like eat away I'm sure at the it's cost. Not unlimited. Well, here's That's the, the thing. only thing: is it like a you only you get, get a like certain a ticket? amount, or is it I don't unlimited? Know. It didn't yeah. say that uh, you get a certain you know, like let's say you get a ticket for a drink or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but even if you have a drink at each, you know, each step of the way here, I'm not a drinker. But if I were to do this, I probably just so I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. Then again, if I have three drinks, I'm gonna leave the floor. It's not gonna be a circle of flavors. It's gonna be wake right. rag up. Um, so that was You're gonna take over the tour. You'll be like, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you about this. Let me animal. tell you about Pumbaa, and then I won't need a sound effect. Oh All my right. gosh. Um, something we missed last week that they're doing now that I am also very excited about. I like collecting the Starbucks been there mugs, mm-hmm. and they just last year they finally came out with new ones. So like I had just gotten done um, collecting the four from the parks, and then they came out with new ones. Well, this week they released newer ones. So they have new Starbucks um, been there mugs for each park. And I honestly, I like these a lot better than the last ones. I didn't start collecting the last ones because I just wasn't a huge fan. Mm-hmm. But these I love. They more so look like their drawings. Um, I don't know. I just like the designs on them. They're more 
like rounded out with park stuff. So there's okay. like like the Magic Kingdom one has like the castle and it has ears and it has Tinkerbell and an ice cream bar and the clock face from um it's a small world and it has a teacup. I mean and I like the colors. So I'm super excited about these. So How much are the mugs? Do you know? Um see if they had like the regular disney mug now i think goes like a regularly sized one somewhere between 11 and 14 dollars depending on okay so these mugs are 19.99 holy moly yeah which i thought that's what they were before they might have been i don't know i think they were 19.99 and then you know obviously you're an annual pass holder you get a discount um but yeah each of them are just cool i thought the epcot one was really cool looking love the colors of it it's kind of retro but it has um it just has every like all the little landmarks on it. Same with Animal Kingdom. I'm loving these, so I can't wait to collect them. And they're available now. They That's right. One are. week after you, uh... man, yeah, it's like it's like now. they knew you were leaving. A lot happened like on April first. <laughs> I mean, it was like that was your April was, Fool's Day joke. Well, that's what I was telling you. I'm like, there's a lot going on right now. Um, because April first, it was like all these things dropped. All right, hit me with another nugget. Another nugget. Uh, the only other one I had was the Woody's Roundup Barbecue Dining Experience coming to the Contemporary for the July 4th weekend. All right. I read a little bit about this. This yeah, is tell just. Me about it. Well, no, I don't have any of the information. I just read oh, about okay. it. You probably have more information written down. Okay. Because um, I know I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so like, well, it's a three hour thing. <laughs> yeah. There's games, there's crafts, there's food. Um, and then, of course, Woody and Buzz. Looks like Woody and Buzz Lightyear are going to yeah. be there. Probably, I don't know. Um, this is at the Contemporary because they do these. They do a lot of uh, events around holidays at the Contemporary. I know they do stuff okay. for New Year's Eve. Um, I know they have like a mass uh, service somewhere in there for Christmas and whatnot. And I think they do a Thanksgiving thing. They do a Mother's Day thing. So there's, I guess, including more holidays um, in their in their rotation. It says there's going to be a large recreation playset. Okay. And it'll be like kind of like a rustic wild west town. So that's kind of the look of it. Um Jesse and Bullseye will also be there. Mr. Microphone's gonna play some jams for you. So yeah, they got all kinds of stuff. There's gonna be some fireworks. I was trying to remember where I saw how much it is. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, the food looks good. I'll give you that. Well, when they say a giant play place, because I know it's in the contemporary and I know they're currently redoing oh, okay, I or i guess the pixar play area pixar play place i forgot what they're calling it but like the place where you go to drop your kids off in yeah. the contemporary i know is under refurbishment so i'm wondering they're not going to gotcha. refurbish it for one night yeah unless yeah. they're planning on making it a permanent woody's roundup theme and now you know like while you're yeah. eating you can bring your kids over to the play i don't know i'm, I'm thinking maybe that might be a thing so they do they are going to have adult beverages because alcohol because they better uh, yeah it is $149 for adults. That's ages 10 and up. And if you are ages 3 to 9, it's $99. Ooh. Giving you a little discount there. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I don't, that's for three hours. I'm like, mm, I don't know. And let me read off the kids. Well, I mean, the food the food looks pretty good. I'll tell you that. Uh, they've got chicken, roasted peach. I don't know what that word is. Roasted Virus peach? It's roasted peach something, but I don't know what that word oh. is. Fire roasted vegetable cake with chipotle succotash, low and slow smoked pork ribs, barbecue beef brisket. But I mean, their kids' menu is kind of, it's like a garden salad, peanut butter and jelly, 
buttercorn. Like if I'm paying a hundred dollars, my kid's not eating a peanut butter and jelly. I'll tell you that. No, or buttercorn, whatever that Creamy, even is. Creamy Mickey Roni and cheese, aka craft <laughs> mac and cheese, <laughs> chicken fingers with barbecue sauce and honey mustard, I potato think it's barrels, roasted peach coolis. If I had to take a guess, coolis. What is that? Coolis. Uh, it's like a. I thought coolis is like a um, almost like You're a gel. Coolest. Or like a almost like a sauce okay. you'd put on top of something. Okay, that's probably what it is. So like adult food looks pretty good. Kid food, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I mean, obviously everybody can eat whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you saying you wouldn't pay two hundred, one hundred fifty, whatever it is for a kid for a steamed hot so dogs? Like, to stand there and drink a beverage, eat some barbecue food, and watch my kids play, not worth one fifty to me. No, but. well, I mean, I you know, and I, I know there are going to be people who do this, otherwise they wouldn't have even oh, for sure. done it. I mean, I don't know if this is going to last year to year necessarily. And it's, uh, it's three just, nights. It's three nights. <laughs> well, I would pay one fifty to do it three nights in a row. <laughs> I wouldn't pay one fifty yeah, right. per night. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about uh, for a news nugget is now this is kind of tricky because it's not fully open yet, right? But okay. they officially opened up the model rooms for a new resort that's opening in December. You have to be a, currently in order to see the models. You have to be a Disney Vacation Club member. So I did have access to go see the rooms when they opened up, which is only I think last week. Um, I'm talking about the Riviera. That's one of the resorts that'll be on the Skyliner line, you know, Ooh. when that when that thing opens up. So the Riviera is, they announced a couple of things with this resort. They announced it's opening uh, officially September, December 16th. So a while back now, you're able to book cash reservations, meaning if you are a member, you're not able to use your points. Um, they did open that up a while ago for stays starting on December 16th, but we weren't sure if maybe they would open up earlier for anyone else. But anyway, officially opening up in... Uh, in December, and these model rooms are currently available to be viewed only by Disney Vacation Club members. But if you're interested in new hotels, you may have already looked at the photos. Mm-hmm. And um, the model rooms are open to everyone starting April 16th. You got about cool. two weeks for that. Um, you know, you're able to go over there. You don't have to necessarily go through a whole tour and get pitched the sales of Disney Vacation right. Club. I mean, right. they're probably going to want to talk to you anyway. Um, but I want to, the reason why I brought this up is there's a I don't even know what the word is, but sometimes people get really critical of resorts. Mm-hmm. And I and I have a hard time fully wrapping my head around it. So I'll ask you how you feel about like the Disney touches or how much Disney theme there either should or shouldn't be in a resort. And then really my ultimate question is why is there any expectation for there to be like a quote Disney theme? So uh, I know that at the All-Star Resorts and Pop Century – the theming is much more overt. Like it's not even necessarily a, a theme, I guess you could say. Like it's just clearly right. like Disney decorated stuff. It's actually like right. all like the dial is turned way up on Disney. Then once you get yeah. into the moderate resorts, it definitely dials back. Um, and now okay. it's like subtle Disney touches, right? Because I know sometimes people complain that the contemporary doesn't have a quote Disney feel to it. Um, yeah. Kind of bland. It is kind of bland, and that's and I mean I like it. So what do I know? But I know that yeah. in general the the deluxe or deluxe villa resorts have even like more subtle Disney theming to it. But that's what I like about it. So I know there's a lot of negativity specifically. So you may not have even heard of it. But I'm like kind of knee deep in in DVC resorts. But again, you don't have to be a DVC member. So I want I don't want you to feel excluded. Anybody can stay at the Riviera when it opens up. Yeah, it's those types of resorts. Are you saying that people complain that there's just not enough? Yes, that it doesn't feel like a Disney resort. It feels like, I guess you just say like a regular old hotel. Just like a nice resort. Yeah, but if you think about it, I mean, if you truly sit down and think, well, what Disney resort has over the top? I mean, I'm like, are you expecting to walk into like a room that has 
pink walls with a pink ceiling and like, I wouldn't like that. And your bed is in the shape of a Cinderella glass slip, slipper. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I guess it's just depend on what depends on what your expectation is. Yes. Cause I mean, if like, you... clearly there's enough people that, you know, don't have issues with it. Um, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. Cause it's like, well, I'm spending so much money to stay on the Disney property. It should feel more Disney like. Yes. But it's so but... crazy to me because I can't think of a resort that's in the moderate or deluxe or deluxe villas that is like that. So where does that thought process come from? And I'm not just yeah. like, I'm not making this up. If you look, just so many people are, always have, they're hypercritical of a new, when a new resort opens up or when a new like style of room happens or like when they recently redid Pop Century and they kind of took down a lot yeah. of the kind of more cartoonish, more like child's bedroom vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks... And we loved it. We I were just love it. It's day. We were so like, much it's nicer. nice. Yes, and you still got a little Disney in there. It's just subtle. It's enough, not in your face. There's enough decoration. Yeah, like in Pop Century, you get Pluto in the in like the structure where the second bed... Like, if you bed... need more seating, just go outside. There's like huge characters <laughs> yes. out there for you to look at. That's, that's really what I'm getting at. So, but I mean, specifically in these rooms, and this is something to look at if you've if you've seen photos. By the way, I'm going to show you this photo. They, everyone can't see it, but this okay. is I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that I'm upset about something. And you tell okay. me if you think I'm being unrealistic, or actually, you tell me what I what what's happening here. You know what I'm upset are those about? Bags? No, bags? these are the um. That's the it's a picture of the shower wall, and they have. No, the, I know, but I'm like, but are those bags or bottles? These are bottles, but oh, okay. they're not gonna have the little bottles the that ones. i can take home so i don't have to buy shampoo well, you or can't conditioner. do that now i know but not every they didn't really they didn't really make its way to yeah. a lot of the dvc resorts yet um, i know but that's only in the one bedroom in the studio i think they you're still gonna have, have to it. go to some of the other maybe find some carts that are still doing it and nab some i would <laughs> never not do that um but i just want to point out that one thing i noticed about walking around in these rooms and if you've seen pictures of of this room and maybe you missed it go back and look at them because there was some really like if you were to ask my opinion even if you're not asking for it here it is. There are some really cool Disney touches in these rooms mm. that yeah. I'm in love with this room and I'm going to continue to be passionate about this room, um, which is why I dedicated a highlight on my Instagram account. Energy, NR, what is my name? Energy Adventures. Energy Adventures. I, I left it because I took some videos of the rooms in case you were curious about what this room looks like. But there are some really awesome, like there's a super colorful Mickey pillow. I mean, it's like, mm -hmm. it's. I think it's like cool looking. I know it's just a pillow. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, like, fine. You're not spending $400 well, like for a hotel I mean, room. Yeah, because you're um, also not going to, like, spend a lot of money to watch it walk into something that's super no, cheeky. No, you have, like, a, a really nice, like, abstract-looking mm -hmm. uh, Beauty and the Beast painting. Beast. I think it's, Love like, that. so cool. And then below that is, like, a almost Some like art. a fancy, like, almost like a stick figure, Mickey yeah. and Minnie. They're really, like, basic, really minimal-looking yeah. pieces of art. I definitely wouldn't complain about that, for sure. No, and they have this cool picture. Or, like, it's not, obviously, it's not a real painting, right? These are prints. But it's a really, like quick photo of uh ratatouille like it's eating oh, yeah. like nibbling on some food and that sits over the do you think, like do you think it's just because you know everything that they do is so like in not inclusive but everything they do theming wise in the parks is they don't ha it's i'm trying not to cuss here because i want to say half <laughs> whatever but <laughs> half but it they, yeah they just they go all out so they're just thinking well they're gonna do a hotel it's gonna be like it's going to look like the Riviera threw up in here. And yes. that's not what it looks no. like. And if you think about it, that would be gaudy and weird, right? I right. mean, like I wouldn't it would be want that. Weird, but like when people go to the parks, it's like, well, it, it, when they do theming, it's, you know, they go all out. Like the yes. theming, you're so immersed in it. When you go to each little area of Epcot, it's like you're in that country. Like, and so I guess that's just what they're looking for. Yeah. Maybe, and but. it's cool. So, 
This is uh, inspired by the European Riviera, not Mexican Riviera. They're, that's just not what this mm-hmm. resort is themed for. So it makes sense that Ratatouille is up there for the French Riviera. You know, that, that yeah. inspiration, you could say. Um, for those of you that stayed in any rooms that have that, like, extra little bed that folds out underneath the TV, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've been in a room that does that. Even the, the moderate-level resorts do that, too. There are rooms in Port Orleans Riverside, for sure, that I know do that, where you get, like, a little – it's technically a, a fifth bed because there are, okay. you know, two queens usually in a room. It's like a trundle bed? Yeah, that kind of thing. So usually the backdrop is something. Like, I, I know in the Polynesian, it is uh, – I think it's Lilo. I shouldn't have said it if I didn't know. I think it's Stitch. Um, <laughs> There's a, they're in different resorts, have different yeah. things. But this one, it has Mickey and Pluto. And in the background is like these European style streets that you don't exist here in America. Right. The uh, There's a painting in there that has the same type of like European, like almost like you're on a corner bistro out like overlooking uh, the European so setting. It's like the theming is there. You just have to look a little yeah, bit harder. You actually have to like pay and attention okay. and not be lazy okay. about it. There's yeah. also a hidden mini. So the railing has a hidden Mickey. And I didn't see this. Nicole pointed it out to me. And a hidden mini. I think it's so cool. Like that to me is yeah. everything I want out of a resort room. It is not in your face. You have to like poke around a little right. bit and you start seeing all these things. So I'm excited. Can you tell I'm excited about it? A um, little bit. Just I'm a little excited bit. about it. And this is, you know, I sure know. I, I know. <laughs> I, I need to have that thing ready to go. That sound I know. <laughs> thing. Um, I'm just excited about it. And I, I enjoy a new resort. And I'm going to stay it. I don't know if I'm going to make it in an opening day because I'm sure everyone is going to try yeah. to book it. Um, and I'm certainly not going to pay cash. I'm going to use my points on it because that's why I'm a, a DVC member. Um, but I'm super excited about it. And the real news item there, but maybe it was just an excuse for me to vent. Um, you are able to book your rooms now for stays starting on September 16th. So if you're looking for something to do on New Year's Eve, maybe you want to book that because they're supposed to have what they're calling unique firework views. Because, I mean, it's a tower building and you're overlooking Epcot. Right. And I think, I don't know if you overlook... Hollywood Studios, the way that the building faces, but for sure they have rooms that face toward Epcot. So you're going to be able to see the wild number of fireworks right. uh, for New Year's Eve. So cool. Loving it. I think that's all we had for that's today. That's all the news you got? Yeah, that's all the news nuggets because we already talked about the Haunted Mansion uh, photo, photo pass. Oh, yes. So I haven't confirmed with them, but Let's just say that uh, we'll be doing a Are You Smarter Than the Disney Kremlins segment next week. We do have a contestant lined up. Yes. Um, if you missed it our first time around, go back and check it out. Uh, it was our first time, so maybe it was a little rusty, a little clunky <laughs> here and there. But that's, you know, we're a new podcast, so we're, we're making it work. Yeah. Um, but uh, go back and listen to see how you did because we're I'm bringing back some that uh, a before and after category because it's one of my favorite things. Oh, good. Um, if not my favorite thing. Uh, so so look for that next week. We do have a contestant. Oh, that's what I was saying. We do have a contestant lined up. Um, if you're wondering how to become a contestant, just click mm-hmm. the link in our bio there. You can sign up to compete in Disney Dish or Made Up Ish. You can compete. Feel free to reach out. Yes, feel free to reach out. You can Hopefully compete. we're going to be doing Can You Finish That Song, that Disney song. Yeah, finish the lyric or can you guess the song. Working on that. Um, of course, the link in our bio and uh, our Instagram account is That Park Life Podcast. I am at NRG Adventures. I am at Lust Princess Printing. All right. And we have been that park life. <laughs> we have been. We, we have, have been that park life podcast. Park, we have been that park life podcast. TPP. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and goodbye. Bye.